At the deepest level, the creative process and the healing process arise from a single source. When you're an artist, you are a healer. A wordless trust of the same mystery is the foundation of your work and its integrity. Rachel Naomi Remen Hey everyone, it's Anna. Welcome back to The Analogs, my personal journal about navigating life as a divorced empty nester and how I'm facing challenges, celebrating successes, and learning life's lessons as I grow older graciously and have fun along the way. I want to start off by giving you a disclaimer of sorts. I guess that's what you'd call it. I have been trying to record this episode for the last half hour, and it's an emotional one for me. I think this will be, I want to say the rawest I've been with you all. And I'll admit it, there will be, there has been tears. I'm all stuffy right now from from crying. It's, it's a difficult one, but it's a necessary one. I recently had coffee with one of my kindreds, and we were talking about all kinds of things, and the podcast came up. And she was asking me, you know, what is your goal? What are you trying to get a, get across to everyone? And I was telling her a little bit. She's, she says to me, you're going to have to open up some more. You don't realize how important your story is going to be for others. She said, you're going to have to share a little bit more than what you had previously thought you wanted to share. People need to see Anna. They need to learn a little more about Anna. Because... She knows my story, and she reminded me that there are details which are integral to me becoming who I am and what I overcame in order to get to this part and why my story is worth listening to. When I'm not shooting houses or podcasting or traveling, I'm creating art with my photos. I find it quite therapeutic. I recently posted an art piece that I had created from a photo I took in 2015 when my family and I spent Thanksgiving in Venice, Italy. As you know, we lived in Italy for two years and would travel over the holidays. 
I would love to say that it was a wonderful trip. It wasn't. Honestly, none of the trips were. Yes, the food in Venice is amazing. Yes, Venice is beautiful and the people are wonderful. It was other things that made it unpleasant. Life was hard. My marriage was hard. And I was doing everything I could to keep the world from knowing. And most importantly, keeping my girls from knowing. I wanted them to be happy. I wanted them to enjoy the experiences that we were giving them. And the last thing I wanted to do was let them see what I was going through. Or at least that's what I thought I was doing. It's 2016. We had moved into our forever house. You all know the plan. We were going to live there, just the girls and I, until my husband at the time retired, and then he would move in, and the next chapter of our life would begin. Instead, it's 2016. Girls and I moved into our forever house, and then I was served with divorce papers. Not what I was expecting at all. That Christmas, as the girls and I were opening gifts, we were talking about where we had spent Christmases in previous years. The year before, we had been in Spain. The year before that, we were in Germany. And so on and so on. My oldest daughter commented that one day she wants to go back to all of those places that we had visited before. And I said, that's a great idea. You know, we'll get to see the things that we didn't see the first time or maybe get to go to those places that we didn't quite have time for. You know, I was being upbeat. I was being positive. I was being happy about it. She's like, no, mom, you don't understand. I want to go back to the places that we visited. So that so that we can have good memories. My youngest daughter agreed with her. And it broke my heart. At that point, I knew that they were fully aware of what was going on. 
between their father and I. They didn't know the specifics. But they knew. It's hard when you live every day wondering what you did wrong. It's hard living every day trying your damnedest to make sure your husband was happy when he came home. You know, he worked hard and I wanted it to be pleasant, yet nothing I said was right. Nothing I did was right. And everything that went wrong was my fault. Pretty crappy, right? We never talked about what was not right between us. Never. My way of handling the situation when I was being blamed for things was to shut down because it was better for me not to say anything. I would distract my girls if they were around. As they got older, they spent time in their rooms, so they really didn't hear as much or see as much. Now, I do want to make sure you fully understand that there was never any yelling. There was never any physical abuse. None whatsoever. And that's hard for people to understand. And I know what you're thinking. Why? Why did you stay? I stayed for my girls. And I stayed because... As independent as I thought I was, I now realize how dependent I was. I was led to believe that I would never make it on my own. If you go back and listen to My Leap of Faith episode, you'll know I was a stay-at-home mom for many years. I worked, I guess, odd jobs is, is a way to say it. You know, 
we moved so much. What was I going to do? So I stayed. And it was hard. But it was a sacrifice that I made, again, for my girls. And people think I'm crazy when I tell them that it took me about a month after being served with divorce papers to be at a point where I was ready to take the bull by the horns and run with it. I think that I realized that I had fallen out of love with my husband many years before. That's a terrible thing to say. And please don't walk away from this episode thinking that he is a horrible person. He's not. And I'm not saying these things to make him look bad. And just like with any story, there are two sides. I'm telling you what I felt, what I experienced. This is my story. And I'm not saying these things to paint a bad picture of him. I truly am not. Since the divorce, I have done nothing but encourage my daughters to have a relationship with their father. He and I will never be friends. We will be cordial to each other if we speak to each other, when we correspond. But it's just one of those things. I think it's great when couples are still able to remain friends after getting divorced. That's great. That's just not what's going to happen in my case. And that's okay. I I realized that it wasn't my fault when things didn't go right. I realized that even though I was more dependent upon him than I wanted to admit, I was also filled with the strength to become independent. And that's exactly what I'm doing. That's exactly what I've done. I can't explain why I endured for as long as I did. I look back and I realize how negative I was about things. You know, people would comment, oh, you're such a pessimist. And I would always respond with, no, I'm a realist. You know, I want the good things to happen, but 
I plan for the bad things because that's normally what happens. What a horrible way to live. What a horrible mindset to have. Yet it was a reflection of what I was feeling. It was a reflection of the life I was living. And I want to say that I put on a good show and that my friends and family weren't aware But the more I, I don't want to use the word reconnect, but the more I talk with friends, good friends, I realize that, yeah, they do. They could see it. And thankfully, they never thought I was a bitch. (laughs) Which now thinking back is like, oh my gosh, no wonder nobody liked me. I came across as this real bitch. But that's not what they thought at all. They could see what I was going through. They could see that I wasn't happy. They could see that life was difficult. But it wasn't their place to do anything about it. And I understand that completely. I didn't have the opportunity to get close to people. There was always something said that made me doubt whether or not they were being genuine. And then that was turned on me. You know, there was something wrong with me, and that's why they didn't want to be my friend. Or I would be told that, oh, they only like you because of my position. So why would I put forth an effort to get to know people if one there was something wrong with me that they didn't like me to begin with, or two, they only liked me because of who I was married to. Now I know that they liked me. They really, really liked me for me. They could see who I was underneath this facade They could see my potential and taking the time, even though it may have been a few years now, but just opening up that can and asking questions and Finally, building those friendships. And funny enough, one of those friends 
shared a photo that she and I and another wife were in that was taken 11 years ago. And I look at that picture, and of course, she looks exactly the same. The other wife looks exactly the same. Okay, she's gone completely gray, and she's beautiful. She still looks the same. When I look at me... I am so proud of who I am now because the person in that picture, although she may look like me, she wasn't me. And I can't wait to have a reunion with those ladies. So that they could spend time with the real me. And so that by the end of the evening, our faces hurt from all the smiles and all the laughter. And normally I would apologize for all the tears. I think this is the most emotional I've gotten in one of these episodes because my face, my nose is completely stuffed up. So you know it's been a good cry. But I'm not going to apologize. This is me completely raw in my rawest form that I can give you. And I hope it is just another testament to those of you who are struggling. And not just women. Men go through this as well. But I hope this is a testament so that you can see you will survive. It won't be easy. There will be struggles. There will be hurdles. There will be difficult times. But then there are the wonderful times. There are the amazing times. There are those aha moments. And then there are the phenomenal people that you will meet that you will reconnect with those friends who may be standing in the shadows right now because this isn't their fight are going to step out and they're going to be there for you and you're going to meet people who have a story similar to yours or you learn that there's something 
about them that you share in common. And you're going to meet those people who are inspired by your story. Who will see what you have done to start this new life. And they are going to jump in with both feet and not let it defeat them. I've said it before, I never set out to inspire people. I don't think anybody does. It just kind of happens. The purpose of me sharing my story is to help others, to let others know that you will get through this. I also think it is a way for me to heal. It's part of the process. And if that inspires others, I can't imagine a better compliment than that. I don't want the bad things that happen to me to be the only inspiration. I want people to look at what I've done since. And I want people to know that despite those barriers that we tend to put up to protect ourselves, despite locking that door on our heart, you will find that person that's going to break through those walls. You're going to find that person that's going to open that door to your heart. And it's going to be truly wonderful. And as cliche as it sounds, it will probably happen when you least expect it. I have found that person. I have found that person who has broken down those walls, who has opened the door to my heart and has taught me that I am lovable. I am worth loving. And I have a lot of love to give. I have found that person who won't let me shut down. In fact, he'll call me out on it. Anna, you're not going to shut down on me. You need to talk to me. And that's what I need. I found that person that holds me accountable. I found that person who accepts me for who I am, my quirkiness and all. I found that person that makes me smile and makes me laugh and wants to have deep conversations with me about anything and everything, who 
treats me as an equal, who thinks I'm competent and smart enough to have these deep conversations. He'll tell me that I'm smart and I kind of still look at him like, what? Why do you think I'm smart? That's still something I've got to learn to accept. And I've found that person who I have wonderful memories with. I don't have to worry about who's walking in the door or, okay, things are going great. When's the bomb going to drop? What a refreshing feeling that is. So if you need further inspiration, then that should be it. If I can survive what I went through, and again, I know it was still very kind of cryptic, but I think you got a picture into a little bit more. Um, If I can turn that into learning to be independent, starting my own business, becoming an entrepreneur, going out on my own and doing things by myself, all of the stuff that I've talked about in the previous episodes. And now this, it's going to be okay. Going back to the art pieces I create for my photos, in particular, the one from Venice. I said that doing that is therapeutic for me. I think it was a great picture to begin with. I'm a little biased. But it is. Taking that photo and turning it into an art piece, in my mind... I'm making it more beautiful. I'm bringing out details in it. I'm giving it new life. I'm changing it into something different. Kind of like me. I'm not the person I was when I took that photo. I've changed. I've found my beauty. And that's what I'm putting into these photos. And as I do that, it's as if the negative memories associated with that photo, with that trip, are slowly being erased. Kind of like with the new things that I'm doing, the changes that I've made, I'm making new memories. And those old negative memories are starting to fade.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Analogs. If you enjoyed it, please review it on the platform that you use to listen. I enjoy your feedback. I enjoy hearing your thoughts. I enjoy receiving your messages. I enjoy you sharing your story with me. And I want to give a huge thank you to my donors who wish to remain anonymous, who contributed to my podcast. Having faith in me and my vision and my purpose and my story, I can't tell you how much that touches me. I'd also like to give a shout out to my daughters, Rachel and Ashley, one day girls. One day we'll go back and we'll make wonderful memories. I promise. If you would like to support the analogs, there is a support button on the show page. I will leave the PayPal information in the show notes. And as always, your support does not have to be monetary. Following me on Facebook, interacting in my Facebook group, following me on Instagram, subscribing to my blog, sharing my episodes with your friends and family. I appreciate you all for that. I'm truly, truly, truly touched by all of your kindness.